Hi, my name is Megan, and I think Jacqueline is going to like bossy pants. And my name is Jacqueline, and I think Megan is going to like Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. Bossy Pants is an autobiographical comedy book written by American comedian Tina Fey. The book topped the New York Times bestseller list and stayed there for five weeks upon its release. Additionally, Fey's Grammy... Fey. <laughs> Additionally, Fey's Grammy-nominated narration of the audiobook has sold over 150,000 copies on Audible.com. So I read this book when it came out, which had to have been like 2010, 2011. And I read it physically well i read it digitally but i physically read it i didn't listen to it yes but i really really enjoyed it and this was before i like was into like celebrity memoirs and stuff i was just like Mm -hmm. if i wrote a book i'm gonna read it (laughs) um and i just heard really good things about it yeah but i really liked it it's very interesting you like you get a lot i feel like you get more backstory into her personal life than you mm-hmm. did with Amy Poehler, which was way yes. more about her career. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I liked it. I did. I obviously, you guys know, I knew that it exists, but I'm very wary of like the autobiographical stuff mm-hmm. and all that. So I didn't read it. Um, it definitely was very different. And I like found myself comparing it mm-hmm. to Amy Poehler's book. But I mean, I did just read it like this is I've read two books right in a row like there wasn't anything in between and they were both the same so I couldn't help but um compare them but I liked it I think I wasn't prepared for all of the like personal like all of that kind of stuff I wanted it a little bit more about her career Mm -hmm. um but we still got quite a bit like there was still a lot a lot that happened I just I wanted more of like how how she got places and like that kind of thing instead mm-hmm. of just like this is what I did which like we know and it's a little like new stuff that mm-hmm. we don't and like all that kind of stuff um but I did like it I liked it a lot um the audiobook that I got I don't know if it's like an all audiobooks but there's the pdf that's attached to the audiobook and it has pictures in it interesting and I don't know if they're in like the physical book or not but it's like she talks about things and she's like, and you can see in the PDF that's attached, like <laughs> these like pictures of like her when she was like super young, like pictures of her and this person and like all this stuff. And I thought that was really cool that mm-hmm. it had that attachment to it. Um, um, but I did. I liked it a lot. I didn't just like Amy Bowler's book. I did not take a lot of notes. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's hard when you're like trying to think about things. But um, I realized that she's. She's, I mean, I know that she's a relatively blunt person, but it shows up a lot more in the book. Like, when she's reading it to you, she's so, she's very blunt. She's just like, I'm just going to tell you, and I don't care, Mm -hmm. Um, which I think is cool. There was some stuff that kind of, like, rubbed me a little bit the wrong way, though. Yeah? Um, It wasn't, it's not bad, and I just was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't expect that from her. I guess. Um, but it's not, it wasn't bad stuff or anything. I just was like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, I did, I liked her whole, so f- there's one part she talks about the whole like Sarah Palin thing mm-hmm. and how she got like, cause she wasn't, she wasn't even on SNL when they were doing that. She was mm-hmm. doing 30 Rock and everything and how she like planned this whole weekend and it was like, 
Thursday she rehearsed, Friday she rehearsed, Saturday morning she taped something with Oprah for 30 Rock. That night they did the Sarah Palin thing, and then the next, and then Sunday was her daughter's birthday party. Right. Um, but just like everything and how she was worried about it and that kind of thing. And I never had thought about that. Like, obviously, you know, if you're going to parody a character, a celebrity, a person mm-hmm. like that, it's you have to be a little bit careful, but also not like there's definitely a line and like trying to figure out where that is and like that kind of stuff. I thought that was cool because um, she she had very strong feelings about some of the things that she did. And like at first she didn't want to. Right. And then she didn't want to have like the, the sneak up, I think where Sarah Palin came on the show. Mm-hmm. She didn't want to do that. Cause she was like, I don't want to do that because I don't want people to think that I'm like endorsing that with all the stuff that's happening. I don't want her to get booed. Like right. all that kind of stuff. And I thought that was cool. Well, it's weird um, to make fun of somebody to their face. Yeah. It is. And, like, even if it's... If and it's good a, fun. Yeah. Yeah. If it's a peer, it's a little bit different. Like, mm-hmm. doing another comedian and, like, that kind of thing is different. When it's, like, a political figure who was, you know, in the running to be the vice president of the United States, it's a little daunting. I can see that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like that we got some of that insight and everything from her. Me too. There are two... So I read this book, you guys, literally 10 years ago. Um, but there are two parts that stood out to me. One was when she's talking about working at the YMCA. Yeah. She works like the front desk at the YMCA. Oh, yeah. And it's so lot. funny. Um, and the other part is she is pregnant and has her daughter like within the same week or month that 30 Rock premiered. Yeah. And so she says, she's like, you know, I had my daughter at blah, 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 blah. No poop on the table. <laughs> Um, yep. 30 Rock premiered, blah, 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 blah. No poop on, no the, poop table. on the table. <laughs> yeah. And I always thought that was so funny. <laughs> I thought that was great, too. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, but, yeah, when she talks, she spends a lot of time talking about the YMCA. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, she like, worked at the front desk, and she talks about this guy. I don't remember what his name is. Maybe George. And he, like, every time he sees it, he has no short-term memory because he didn't wear his bicycle helmet. Yeah. And he, like, tells her and, like, tells everyone all the time and how she realized, like, that she had to just, like, get out of the YMCA. And mm-hmm. she's like, I'm going to do everything because I need to get out of here because it's just too sad and I can't do it. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel that. Like, I've never had that kind of, like, relationship to a job where I was like, this is too sad. I can't handle it. But I've definitely been, like – Nope, I need to get out. I like this. There's something here that is just not working, and we For can't sure. do this. So, um, I thought that was good. Um, she doesn't talk about her parents as much as I thought. Mm-mm. She talks about her dad. She really talks about her dad a lot, and I, th- I, I really liked that little. I don't know if it's a chapter. Um. But she just talks about Don Fay, and he he's the type of person where when they went when he went to pick them up at the airport, he like washed the car and got mm-hmm. all dressed up all fancy and like went and picked him up and like that kind of thing. And I think that's really cool. Um, and she you definitely can tell that she was closer with her dad than her mom. Yeah, she seems like a dad's girl. I think. Yeah, yeah. especially Which with how. Is, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I just I just think it's cute. I think it's cool. Mm-hmm. I just think, like, how blunt she is and how much of, like, a – and this is so just, like, deri- not derivative, but, like, generalizing of me. Mm-hmm. But 
she just seems very like she's like a guy's girl and like down to earth and yeah kind of a tomboy yeah yeah that makes sense doesn't she have a chapter where she is like explaining how her and liz lemon are not the same person or something along those lines i think so because people all thought that liz lemon was like based off of her and she's like it's not she's just a character yeah yeah but i do when they were talking about when she was trying to figure out what she was gonna do next and she was like well i'm just gonna write things and i'm gonna keep shooting them down and i'm still gonna get paid for it (laughs) um and then we got 30 rock and it was good um Mm -hmm. i also loved the story about her honeymoon and when they went on the cruise to Bermuda and there was a fire on the cruise ship. Oh, I don't remember that. Oh, it Yikes. was terrifying. I was listening to it. I'm like, I would be so afraid. I would never get back on a boat. Like, Mm-mm. absolutely. Like, I, I want to go on a cruise now because that's never happened to me. But in, like, that situation, absolutely not. No, thank you. How long was this? How, how long was the audiobook? It was about... I think it was just under six hours or like five and a half, something like that. So a little bit shorter than Amy Poehler's. Yeah, because Amy Poehler's was about seven hours Yeah, listening. Um, but I also like how she would like randomly change people's names. And then she's like later in the book, she would tell us that person's name. And she's like, I'm going to let you figure out who that was that I was yeah. talking about. <laughs> and then she changes her husband's name like six times. <laughs> she's like, dang it, I meant... I meant for it to be this, or I didn't mean to say his real name. I love how much her and her husband do together. Yeah. I think that's really cool. They definitely do a lot, a lot together. I also like that she's very much like a creature of habit, and she works with the Mm -hmm. same people a lot. Like, she works with Robert Carlock a lot. She works with Lorne Michaels a lot, obviously. Like, she works with Amy a lot. She works with, like, she has people that she, like, she has, like, a a crew. And I like that. Yeah. It's kind of like like we say sometimes like when you're doing like a show, like a theater show, live theater, um you don't necessarily like precast a show cuz that's bad and you want people to audition, mm-hmm. but you make sure that you like have like if you don't get someone to play this character, you have an option somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like you have like you know that if you're gonna do this, you know this, you know this person well enough that you know that they're gonna be a good sound person or costume mm-hmm. person, or like that kind of thing. And so I feel it's kind of like the same thing, where she's got her crew to create something and everything. You're just setting yourself up for success. Yeah. Rather than setting yeah. yourself up for failure. Not just flying blind, which can be fun sometimes. It can work out, but it's terrifying for sure. <laughs> I did like um, there were, I think, two or three little sections. And she said, this is the first or this is the second um, of my love letters to Amy Poehler. And she'd like say a short little thing. (laughs) That's where the love letters are. I knew one of them had love letters in their book. Well, and she didn't say, I don't think she said Amy Poehler either. She just said Amy. Yeah. (laughs) But we all know who she's talking about. And that's, that's another thing. She's so familiar and everything with all of these people like to us like she'll say like Lauren Michaels once mm-hmm. and then after that it's just Lauren right and like and then there's Amy and then she talks about like Seth Meyers once and okay then it's Seth mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff which I think is cool um 
and I know that I talked about it earlier, but going back to when she did the episode of 30 Rock with Oprah mm-hmm. and how Oprah like asked her to be on the show. That's insane. They, Oprah was like, hey, I like this. Can I have <laughs> like, can I be on it? Can I have a script? And then like they gave it to her and then the, she was like, no, I don't want to do that. And then she's like, but really, Tina was like, no, but really, you want to be in the show. Mm-hmm. So she did, like, rewrites and all this kind of stuff. And just the fact that um, Oprah, like, wanted to be on the show, I think, is cool. And then when it, um, Tina Fey was telling her, like, when they met in person, about all the things that she had to do. And she was like, when Oprah tells you that you've stretched yourself too thin, it means something. Right? <laughs> Oprah's a very like, busy woman. Yeah, she's not wrong. Like, you know you're doing too much when Oprah tells you you're doing too much. <laughs> Have you seen, like, you've seen the cover, right, of the book? Yes. Did you realize the, that like, they weren't her arms? arms? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, whose arms are those? It took me, like, several times of seeing the cover of the book to realize that, like, that they were man arms. Because I just wasn't yeah. paying attention. And usually, yeah. like... Like, I was reading a digital book, so the cover was very small. I had to see, like, a big version of it to be like, oh, my God, those are not her arms. <laughs> like, when I first looked at it, I was like, there's something weird about this, but whatever. And then I just kept, like, listening and everything. And then I'd pull it up again, and I'm like, there's something weird. Oh, those are man <laughs> Like, what is this? That's hilarious. I can tell you that I did not like her chapter about breastfeeding. <laughs> There was like it was like a short little chapter about like mom things and like breastfeeding. I'm like mostly because I don't relate to it. Right. I'm not going to ever. It was just kind of like I understand that it's in there, but it it felt very thrown into me. Mm-hmm. Because she was just like, just do whatever you want, and I'm like, okay. Like I don't, I don't know. It was that part was not my favorite, but again. I don't relate to it, so it's a little bit harder for me to (laughs) like it. (laughs) So, comparatively, you liked the Amy Poehler book better, which is fine. The Amy Poehler book is definitely more fun than the Tina Fey book. The Tina Fey book is a little bit more biographical, whereas the Amy... Mm -hmm. I almost said Amy Fey. Whereas the Amy Poehler (laughs) one is more fun. Yeah, it's funny. I think... It's funnier. Yeah, it is. Um, and I, I think just generally, I think I like Amy Poehler than I like Tina Fey. Really? Like, I think, I think going through these two things, these two ep- weeks, and like going into like their stuff and everything, mm-hmm. I think that I've, I figured that out, and I'm like, yeah, I think I like, I like, I like watching Amy Poehler better than Tina Fey. Amy um, Poehler is definitely bigger, whereas Tina Fey yeah. is like, like snarky and like witty and mm-hmm. like one-liners that she's like slipping in whereas amy polar is like just ridiculous yes i am <laughs> i am here <laughs> hello i am here and i think that's because i am very much like amy polar. i'm just like hi i'm here i'm obnoxious <laughs> like in a good way <laughs> i don't have i think it's because i also i'm a little bit like I don't want to say actually jealous because it's a very strong, like, feeling. Mm -hmm. But I'm kind of just, like, like, I wish that I had, like, 
I wish I could think that quickly on my feet and like have those comments and those like snarky and like witty mm-hmm. things to say, but I never do. Or I do when I think about them like six hours later. I'm like, well, that when you're in the shower, right? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I win all of my arguments in the shower because right. that's when I think of things the best. Right. That would have been really good to say. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I th- and I think that's what it is. Is like I kind of wish that I were more like a little bit more like Tina Fey. Yeah. And so I was just like. So I kind of wanted, I think that's what I wanted out of this book was like, how can I be more like her? Because yeah. <laughs> that's kind of how Amy Poehler's book was, was this is who I am and how I am, why I am, whatever. Mm-hmm. And Tina Fey's book is just like, this is, this is my life, which is fine. Um, but I just, I wanted to get a little bit more insight into like how she does the things. Yeah. Instead of that, she does the things. Instead of like what she was feeling as she was doing mm-hmm. the things. Yeah. I get that. I get yeah. that. Um, Mindy Kaling's book is kind of like an in-between. Yeah. Yeah, I would put, it's not as funny as Amy Poehler's, but it's not quite as dry as Tina Fey's. And Tina Fey's yeah. isn't dry, you guys. But it's no, comparatively it's stuff. to Amy Poehler's. It's yeah. just... It's just a little bit more, almost literary than uh-huh. than Amy Poehler's. Yeah. Amy Poehler's is very like, almost like meant to be read in like segments, whereas Tina mm-hmm. Fey's is definitely like a little bit more of like a narrative. Yeah, I yeah. think I would I would agree with that for sure. Um, I'm glad that I read Amy Poehler's book first because I don't know if I would be as excited to read. Like, if I had read Tina Fey's book first, I don't See, know if I would be as excited to read more of them. I think like I should. I think we should have had you swap them. Because I think you yeah. would have liked Tina Fey's book more if you would have read Amy Poehler's second. Yeah. Which is probably what it was, but I don't know if I would have been as excited to read more, like, yeah. immediately. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I still am going to read Mindy Killing's book. It's going to be a little bit, because I'm going to read some of the books that I like have on my list that aren't mm-hmm. real people mm-hmm. first <laughs> might take a little bit of a break from the biographies um but like i said you guys i this is not a bad book i still liked it it just it wasn't what i expected and it wasn't what i was kind of like wanting out mm-hmm. of it but it's still a good book and i probably would listen to it again um or read it physically whichever mm-hmm. happens um i would do it again it just was very it was just very different um, yeah, and well, I wish we and had the like reading them back to back was mm-hmm. like yeah, it happens. It's yeah. good. Like I said, it's not. I'm not gonna just like throw it. Nope, never doing that again. <laughs> um, but and I I kind of wish that we had gotten more like because she says in the beginning like talks about like bossy pants and how she, you know that. But we didn't really get a whole lot of that. Yeah, throughout the whole book, and I'm like, but. Like, that's the whole title. Like, I thought there was going to be more about, like, you and that kind of thing. But that's, I mean, not, like, obviously we get a lot of her. But, like, in that description, I guess, as a bossy pants. Because <laughs> I definitely get called bossy pants a lot. Um, but I just thought that, I thought it was interesting. Mm-hmm. That's what the title was, for sure. But, yeah, like I said, I liked it. I'd listen to it or read it again. Not right this second, but <laughs> in a couple years, I will. Yeah. For sure. And I didn't listen to it, so I would be yeah. intrigued to listen to it. It was fun to listen because it's her. Right. Um, 
there were some parts where she would like say comments almost like off to the side and I almost didn't catch them a couple times. I was like, that's interesting. Um, but it was still, it was still good. And I liked hearing her because I don't think I would have been nearly as into it if she weren't the one reading it. If it were somebody else that I didn't know or didn't care about, I don't think I would, I would have struggled to get through it. And I definitely didn't struggle to get through it at all. Um, I didn't have to like stop and start and that kind of thing. I mean, I did, but that's because like work and (laughs) that kind of thing. Not because I couldn't like, I didn't feel like reading it at that time. Well, and like anything, like you just can't listen to it. I can't listen to anything for like six hours straight. Yeah. I'm like, no, no, I need, I need to do something else. I can watch things for six hours straight, but that's very different. (laughs) It's because I'm a crazy person. Whiskey Tango Foxtrot is a 2016 American biographical war comedy drama film directed by Glenn Ficarra and John Requa and written by Robert Carlock. It's based on the memoir The Taliban Shuffle, Strange Days in Afghanistan and Pakistan by Kim Barker. The film stars Tina Fey, Margot Robbie, Martin Freeman, Christopher Abbott, Alfred Molina, and Billy Bob Thornton. It was released on March 4th, 2016 by Paramount Pictures. It received mixed reviews from critics who praised the acting but criticized the predictable screenplay and execution. So I knew that this was this movie was coming out. Um, I think I was in Florida. Yeah, I had just moved to Florida. Like, just I'd been there for almost a year at this point. Um, but I was like, "Ooh, Tina Fey, gotta watch it." And I sat. I think I don't think I saw it in theaters, but I sat there thinking about it, and I'm like, "This is not a normal Tina Fey movie, <laughs> not at all." Like, there's some stuff where you can tell she like. There's like some funny stuff that's like mm-hmm. clipped in there and everything, but it's much more serious than I expected. Um, and I'm really glad that I saw it before I started dating TJ. Yeah. Because if I had been dating TJ at the time that this movie came out, I don't think I would ever watch it. (laughs) I like watched it again recently and I was like, you know, it's a good thing that he's home because I would not have made it through this movie. (laughs) Um, but it, I thought it was really good. Um, I liked I liked that there were so many people that I knew and I just I liked the whole like premise of it how she's a journalist and she just kind of gets thrown over in Afghanistan and how like she changes through like all of that and all the things that like happen and all that kind of stuff and I just I really I really liked it. So what did you think about it? So I had like been wanting to watch it but I was like waiting to like be in the mood for it because Mm -hmm. I could tell it wasn't going to be like your typical like Tina Fey like yeah silly movie and I was like I just don't know if I have the bandwidth to watch her go be in Afghanistan yeah (laughs) um but it has enough like silliness in like certain parts to make it like yeah enjoyable and also like everybody is in this movie like everybody is somebody. I do not like Margot Robbie's character at you all. You don't? No. I sort of do a little bit. No, like I, I do, but then I don't, and then I'm just like, well, you know. I think everything she does from the moment she walks on screen is just 
Yeah. Not, like, it put a bad taste in my mouth immediately. Like, she literally, like, the first thing she says to Tina Fey when she gets there is, can I sleep with your security guard? Like, I'm like, I mean, Mm. cool. At least she asked about it. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and I was like, I know, like, I didn't like the character they wrote for her. It wasn't Margot Robbie's mm-hmm. performance. I don't. Yeah. I just, I think that they just. That character itself was yes. just. She's very, yeah. like, a stereotypical, like. Stereotypical blonde bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm just going to say. And I'm it. like, that's, you know, let her be good at her job and le- without, like, stealing Tina Fey's job. Yeah. And then, and then, like. Pretty much, like, calling Tina Fey out about it. When Tina Fey was mm-hmm. like, excuse me, like, you could... She's like, I did not steal your job. I'm like, yeah, but you went for the thing and then didn't tell her you were there, even though you knew she was yeah. going to be there at the same time. And then before you leave, you're like, oh, yeah, by the way, that guy that you interviewed the first time, he got his legs blown off because of you. Yeah. I'm like, don't like you at all. And then see, you don't see her again. Yeah. And, like, with that point, I almost felt, because I started to not like Tina Fey's character for a little while when I first watched it. And I almost felt like she needed that and was just like, hey, you're not this good, good person that you think that you are, because guess what? Like, obviously, it wasn't the right time and it wasn't said the right way and all that kind of stuff, but I felt like she needed it. And I I agree with that. It was, like, it, for the movie's purpose, it was there to be, like, a reckoning for her. Yeah. Um. Because I wasn't super crazy about Tina Fey's character either, other yeah. than, like, she's our, like, heroine and we're following her. But mm-hmm. there were definitely things that she was doing that I was, like, really angry about. And, like, yeah. when um, Christopher Abbott's character, the, like, handler guy, breaks up with her, mm-hmm. I'm like, no, yeah. you deserve that. You 100% mm-hmm. deserve that. Like, you put him in danger. Yeah. And he's got, like, he's got kids and, like, yeah. married. He'd just like, gotten yeah. married. Like, yeah. No, sir. You can't. You can't do that to people that don't sign up for it. No, and I did not like know how I was gonna feel about the whole like Martin Freeman thing, but I actually ended up really liking them together. Oh my goodness, Martin Freeman is the greatest thing ever. He is, but I was like, when he came on, I was like, mm, I don't know how I feel about you either, because he's like real schmarmy, which is a weird character for Martin Freeman. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's like real smart and real. He's he's really kind of like an asshole. Yeah. Um, and I just. I was like, I kind of do like you, though. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, when they start sleeping together, and he's just, like, keeps saying, like, all these, like, cheeky things to her. And she's just yep. like, I hate you. I'm like, I like him. I think yeah. he's good for you. <laughs> I do, too. I loved it so much. I was terrified when he got kidnapped, though. That could have been the whole movie. That was the yeah. most interesting part of the entire movie, I thought. Like, her yeah, doing was. the, like, negotiating to get him back mm-hmm. and then, like, going and getting him. And, like, that's, like, only, like, a 20-minute part of the movie because this movie is two hours long and there are definitely mm-hmm. parts where I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, we're not doing anything yeah. right now. Yeah. There there are definitely parts like that for sure. Yeah. But that part was super, super interesting. Like, I feel yeah. like they could have cut about a half hour out of the middle and moved mm-hmm. that up and had like a 90 minute movie and it would have yeah. been it would have been better it would have been yeah. like more the arc would have been more exciting i think yeah i agree but i, agree. I really like that i thought that was like and i'm like i'm that has to because this is based on a true story like a, mm-hmm. a real person so I'm, like that probably happened like yeah oh i'm sure that it did um Oh my gosh! And I have to tell you that I loved Billy Bob Thornton's character. Like, oh my he goodness. is the best. Yes. 
I mean, speaking of assholes, but like, right? (laughs) But he's a freaking marine general, like, yeah, like he has to be. I think it's a requirement. Um, but he, yeah, he's the greatest, and I love. He's just like, this is what we're doing. First of all, second of all, like I'm gonna tell you all the things. Like you can come, but you're gonna do it my way. Nope, and I don't care. You gotta get rid of that orange backpack. (laughs) Oh no, he doesn't tell her that. Uh, Sterling K. Brown tells her that. Yeah. Which also loves Sterling K. Brown a lot. I was like, oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> and he's he only in it for up. like 10 minutes. He yeah. leaves. It's like, oh, okay, that's fine. All those I people that we like. Him. Yeah. He's he's good. He's good. I cannot believe that she freaking, like, gets out of the car. They say, stay there. And she just gets out with the camera. I'm like, you're gonna die. <laughs> I'm like, do you not realize there's no women in this mob that yeah. you're going to stand in in a bright blue burka? Yeah. And she she does that more than once. Like when they're trying to blow up that car, that truck. Mm-hmm. And then he gets yelled at. Billy Beth Orton's like, do you know how much that Toyota cost? Do you know how much this bazooka cost? Mm-hmm. That was not necessary. Like, I also would just blow Well, he's yelling at the the troops there. He's not yelling at her. Which I, but everybody else was yelling at her until they realized they're like, all right, you, you're badass. You can get it. (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, good job, Baker. I'm like, all right. (laughs) Matt walked in, like, at that moment where he was like, do you know what the Kelly Blue Book value of a, like, 1989 Toyota Corolla is? That was a $70,000 piece of equipment. Oh, I love it. He was like, that's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. There are definitely some really good, like, one-liners mm-hmm. in here that are just, they make the movie easier to watch. Yes. Because it is very, like, difficult source material. Like, yeah. And they don't shy away from it. Like, when they're in that Mm-mm. school, that girl's school that was blown up, like. Yeah. It's yeah. not The whole time, even. And then, like, when they have the well and mm-hmm. the women, like, go and, like, try and get her and, like, tell her. They're, she's like, hey, you know, like, they're the ones destroying it because they need, like, it's their own, this is their only chance to get out and away from, like, everything and yeah. all that. Which I think, I liked that we got that information. Like, there's a lot of stuff in here that I didn't know mm-hmm. and everything. And it just, it's good, It's it's good to know and it's good to, like get that because there's so much crap going on all over the place now you don't know like everything but well and it's it was really interesting to me to see the like arc that her job takes because she was a producer Mm -hmm. she was like a behind the scenes like feature writer and then they're like well you don't have kids so we're gonna send you to Afghanistan and she's dating Josh Charles and he's, he's a I was going to use a four-letter word. He's a stupid head. Um, <laughs> That's fine. Which makes me so sad because, you guys, I yeah. love Josh Charles. I know. He's so good, but not in this but movie. But not this in movie, this. He's a jerk. Ugh, hate him. Um, but, so, yeah, so she goes over, and then she just becomes a reporter. Like, mm-hmm. I wish we would have seen more of, like, the build. Because all of a sudden, she's just this, like, brave person. Yeah. Um. But it's it's interesting. And I really like Tall Brian. I love Tall Brian. I love Nicholas Braun. I just think yeah. he's adorable. He really is. Um, I was surprised at the, like, lack of fatalities that we saw. Like, mm-hmm. there's only really one guy that dies. 
Yeah. Um, which for like all the things that they see and especially like when the UAV comes in, like I'm really mm-hmm. surprised that like that they didn't lose more people, which I mean, it's they're I'm sure if more people actually died, they would have killed them in the movie. So, yeah. Well, um, I think some of it is a little bit like people also like I didn't know exactly what I was getting into with this. So, yeah. they kind of are like you have to kind of Yes, it has to be truthful, but also you don't want people to be like, well, I hated that movie because it wasn't what I expected and, like, that kind of thing. But it's a war movie, so, like, I expected people to die. Like, I was really surprised. I mean, I'm glad that more people didn't die, but, like... Yeah. I mean, they are in a hostile zone. Yeah. Like, I thought for sure Margot Robbie was going to die because they kept sending her to, like, the worst places. All the places, yeah. Mm -hmm. I thought she was going to die. I thought Martin Freeman was going to die. I thought Martin Freeman was going to die, too. I was really, like... I was like, they're gonna go on this rescue mission, and he's not come. He he's not coming back, and maybe yeah. Tall Brian's also not gonna come back. You know? I was I worried know. about Tall Brian too. I was like, maybe we get Martin Freeman back, but not Tall Brian. Yeah, but no, we got them both. They made we it. got everybody back. They made it. <laughs> they did it. Um, I also I really liked when she stopped being in Afghanistan and everything, and then she went and she visited the guy that's the best part his legs mm-hmm. blown off um yeah that i thought that was really really cool and he's just like you didn't do this to me mm-hmm. like this was a thing that happened it, it yeah it sucks but like i'm good it's not like i died mm-hmm. like although nobody would let him serve he's like not even the army yeah i i heard that and i was like because mm. <laughs> i know i haven't asked if tj has seen this or if he has any feelings about it but i'm sure he has a lot of feelings because it's um it's marines and not army so well the marines are supposed to be the hardest yeah like the most like cutthroat even though they're not their own branch but yeah yeah but anyway (laughs) but yeah i like that she went there and he was just like i'm not blaming you and then he's like you know what fine i do blame you and she's like (gasps) He said for the British Empire. Come on. (laughs) I liked that. And I liked at the very, very end where, because she was like sad to leave Martin Freeman for sure. And she's on there like getting ready to like have this interview with him. And she's like, hey, like, it's good to see you. And Mm -hmm. all this kind of stuff. Like, oh, I'm going to be in if you want to. And like, we don't get an answer about whether they're going to meet up or not. And I'm like, that's sad. She smirks. I think that like, yeah, he's like, if you want to get coffee, she smirks, but I think they're getting ready to go back into the segment. Yeah, they were. I just like, but I would like to know friends. (laughs) (laughs) I definitely, I wanted a little bit more of them, but that's just because I like the movies where people are doing the happy love thing. Yes. But (laughs) that's definitely not what this movie is, but it was nice to get some kind of like, we got some, some some brevity. Although, um, I was really surprised that Nick ended up being Canadian. (laughs) Also, when Martin Freeman punches him and then he whacks his face on the freaking side table, I was like, whoa. Yeah, that's a whole big fight. Like, Mm -hmm. he got real hair. Also, Nick, oh my gosh, that whole thing is so ridiculous. First, I thought she was going to sleep with Nick. I was like, she's just going to do it. Oh, yeah. Well, that was definitely her intention. She was yeah. there to sleep with Nick. Because I almost slept with a Canadian. <laughs> the whole time, we think he's Australian? New Zealand? Australian, I think. Australian? Yeah. Mm. 
And then it turns out he's Canadian. And Martin Freeman's like, you're Canadian? He's like, yeah. It's like, sir. Of all the things. Right. <sighs> Made me laugh, though. though. I was like, that's random. Yeah. yeah. I if that was true. Or if that was just thrown in for the movie. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, I'm no. probably not going to read the book that it's based on. No. Um, not my jam. No. It, it's definitely for some people. And some yeah. people, like, if you've read it or are going to read it, like let us know let us know talk to us about it like maybe we can have a conversation mm-hmm. about like obviously there's differences and that kind of thing be good to know mm-hmm. but definitely not one that i would be interested in reading because it's too heavy for me right well and like this movie i'm glad i watched it but i will not watch it again yeah no it's just it's just not my kind of a movie yeah. i like if I'm going to watch a war movie, it's going to be Pearl Harbor. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm just not a big, like, although I yeah. did, like, um, 1917. That's another one where, like, I don't need to see it again. I saw yeah. it, and it was yeah. really cool, but I don't need to see it again. Like, some, th- it's just not a thing that, like, I would watch over and over again because yeah. I like to watch the light, fluffy things over and over again, yeah. not the, like, hard, difficult things. Me too. And, like, so. I guess if somebody, like, wanted to watch it, I'd be like, all right, that's fine. Sure. Sure. I but wouldn't, I've, like, leave the room. But I'm yeah. not – like you said about St. Elmo's Fire, I'm not going to, like, look – I'm not going to, like, seek it out and yeah. watch it on my I'm own. I'm be like, you know what I want to watch right now? Whiskey Tango yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. But, but it, I liked it. I thought it was really good. I think good. she's phenomenal in it. Um, yeah. I think that it gives you, you know, a – interesting look into what it's like to be a war reporter um Mm -hmm. i'm sure that some of that stuff was you know toned down and some of it was like amped up it's i mean it's a movie yeah but gonna um, make it a little bit exciting depending on things but i liked it i really liked um the wedding scene too where she shows up in like actual clothes well he told her told me he told me to wear what i would wear in a normal day yeah I also liked her relationship with him. I liked yeah. that it got better. and mm-hmm. I thought that was good. I liked that there was this kind of, like, her. she knew that he was going to be there. And he, like, kind of no matter what. Like, mm-hmm. there's one part where he's like, you know, I didn't sign up for that, so bye. But he came back to help with everything. The mission, and, yeah. Yeah. So I did. I like that. And I like him. I think that was good. It's so funny to see that actor in things, like, doing like serious things because mm-hmm. i first saw him as charlie and girls and he's kind of like a butthead in that yeah so he's like yeah. marnie's stupid boyfriend and so it's like interesting to see him like mm-hmm. do this really serious role with this yeah. like big beard and weird accent <laughs> and yeah yeah but yeah well i'm glad that you liked it i did i thought it was really interesting like there was never yeah. like well, there was a little bit in the middle where I was like, okay, how much longer is left in this movie? Just because they were like, and I think it was when like, she was spiraling and I was just kind of like, mm-hmm. I know on. that you're like doing this for like, uh, for, what? For effect. Yeah, pretty much for like effect, yeah. for like dramatic effect. And I'm just like, okay, what's going to happen next? <laughs> yeah. Like we, we know what's going on. Let's yeah. continue. Yeah. <laughs> um, for sure. I do think it, also it was interesting that she was only supposed to be there for three months and she ended up staying for mm-hmm. three years. Yeah. Yeah. And there's the, the kabubble. Mm-hmm. Like, 
she's there she's not gonna leave and then she's like no i need to, like i need to get out yeah this is what needs to happen so but and then it's just kind of like launched her and she got to be like on screen mm-hmm. and uh, everything so that was really really cool hey megan what do you like this week we got our first fan mail this week, which was very exciting. Um, one of my dearest friends, her name is Callie. She is a baker, and she has a, I guess we're going to call it a bakery, Cal. She she bakes, and her, her <laughs> brand name is Callie Bakes. And she sent us some cookies. She sent yeah. us some cookies based on what we said in our, um, how many questions? 73 questions. 70, 73 questions. 73. I was like, how many questions was there? Um, I don't think we actually counted, but that's yeah. what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then two that she thought that we would like. So she gave us some oatmeal chocolate chip, some oatmeal raisin, some chocolate espresso, and some chocolate chip. And they yes. were delicious. They were so good, Callie. They were. I was so excited to eat them. And I'm going to put a picture on the socials, and um, I will put her information in the show notes and on I'll tag her in the socials so you can find her on Instagram and on Facebook and if you are in the Metro East area she is taking orders thanks Callie (laughs) hey Jacqueline what do you like this week this week I like helping plan my friend's wedding (laughs) (laughs) Um, I kind of spent a lot of yesterday which is saturday and you guys are hearing this on tuesday well but it's thursday a week week apart you guys are hearing this on thursday Mm -hmm. anyway a couple weekends ago (laughs) for you guys for you guys um i spent some time with my friends who are getting married in about a year and a month from now um and i am helping plan their stuff i'm kind of being the impartial well, you know, you like this and you like this. And here's an opinion from someone who isn't going to, like, try and make everyone happy. And I'm going to mm-hmm. make what you guys want happen. Um, and for those of you who know me, like, I really like wedding and event planning and everything. So this is kind of another way for me to get to do what I like. Um, so thanks, Emily, for letting me help and do things that I like. Um, even if I might be a little bit obnoxious when I ask vendors questions. Um, but yeah, that's what I like this week. And you can reach out to Jacqueline on her socials and she can help you plan your wedding. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If anyone's getting married or has an event that they want to plan, let me know. I got it. Pretty good at it, I think. I've got reviews if you want them. (laughs) If you want to keep chatting with us about Bossy Pants and Whiskey Tango Foxtrot, or you just want to keep hanging out with us, you can find us at LikeThisPod on Instagram like this underscore pod on Twitter and backslash like this pod on Facebook. You can find me personally at Louder Than Words on Instagram and Twitter, L-O-W-D-E-R. And you can find me at Princess underscore Jack on Instagram or Jack4104 on Twitter. Jack is J-A-C-Q. If you want to support the show, there's a link in the show notes to our Patreon page, or you can rate and review us on your podcast carrier. This helps us out a lot, and we really appreciate it. Come share with us what you like this week, and thank you for listening. Bye!